0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Glow With It podcast. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle wellness and self-growth. So in today's episode, I wanted to do kind of like a quarter four reset since we are officially in the last quarter of 2023, which again is absolutely insane. And I just wanted to share my process on how I reset each quarter. If you listen to my episodes in the beginning of the year, you know that I talked about one thing that I was doing differently this year was instead of setting monthly goals like I've always done in the past, I wanted to do quarterly goals. So I kind of wanted to share my thoughts on quarterly versus monthly and what I plan on doing moving forward and things like that and then I also wanted to share my current fall ins and outs I've seen this trend going around on TikTok and on other podcasts and I thought it was a fun cute little trend and I wanted to give my two cents on my fall in and outs and this ranges from lifestyle things mindset habits routines literally anything and I also wanted to give some end of the year reminders for you all lately I've been just reminding reminding myself of, of a lot of important things for my own life and myself to kind of keep me going towards the end of the year. I know the end of the year can be a very tricky time for a lot of us for a lot of different reasons, whether it's because the holidays, feeling like another year has gone by and you're not where you want to be in life and so many other things. And so I wanted to share some much needed and really important reminders that I've given myself that I think are important for all of us to remember as we are nearing the end of 20. 23. so that's kind of what today's episode is all about and lastly before we get into today's episode i just want to say i would so appreciate if you could check out our sponsors for today's episode it supports me and allows me to show up create these episodes do what i love and create the content that you guys all love the links to that will be in the show notes that is all i have to say so without further ado let's go ahead and get into today's episode So now that we're into quarter four of 2023, I thought it was a good time to do kind of like a quarter reset, share my goals, my intentions for the rest of the year. And basically during a quarter reset, what I like to do is just reflect on the previous quarter. I like to take a look at my overall goals of 2023 and from that list, I choose a few goals to focus on for the new quarter. This year, I decided to switch things up in terms of setting goals. So instead of creating monthly goals for myself, I opted for quarterly ones. Now that I'm four quarters in and we're towards the end of the year, I have to admit that I really prefer setting quarterly goals versus monthly goals. I've always done monthly goals. I really like this method better. I feel like it allowed me to make more significant progress on each of my goals and I've been able to accomplish a lot more because I've had more time to work on certain goals. I feel like you can get so much more done. If you want a more in-depth episode on my process of setting goals and intentions, let me know and maybe I can do either an episode or a video or both as we get closer towards the end of the year once, you know, everyone's trying to plan their goals and things like that but to kind of sum up my process basically what I did at the beginning of the year I created a vision for where I wanted to be by the end of 2023 and based on my vision I made a list of a few major goals for the year that I thought would get me closer to that vision. I have my overall vision, I have my overall goals for the year and then as each quarter began I basically picked one to three of those goals to focus on for that specific period. Honestly, some goals were a constant priority for me throughout the year. Like, for example, my career was definitely something that I focused on each quarter. And then there were some goals where I focused on just for a quarter or two so for example one of the yearly goals that i had for this year was to nurture my community connect more with my family and friends and i would say i really only focused on that goal in quarter two during the springtime when my sisters visited me when my best friend visited me and then now in quarter four i'm also refocusing on this as the holidays approach and i took a very intuitive approach when it came to this and just allowed myself to to choose what I wanted to focus on and I think it worked out really well for me but since we're on the topic I did want to share a few highlights of quarter three and how I clarified my intentions and got clear on my focus for the end of quarter four. So just a few highlights of quarter three for me have been getting to spend quality time with my family back in California, specifically my grandparents. I don't see my grandparents often, so it was nice to kind of see them more often than I typically do and to have my boyfriend with me and everything. It was just a really nice experience. I remember the last time that I visited with my boyfriend, I was cooking dinner with my grandparents and we had dinner together and I just remember thinking this is going to be such a core memory for me in the future that was a nice highlight of quarter three and I definitely want to experience more of that in quarter four and some other highlights of quarter three were of course hitting one million podcast downloads that was one of my biggest goals of the year that I wanted to complete and the fact that I completed it before the year was over was such an accomplishment and that's something that I'm always going to remember and be so proud of, along with experiencing a lot of firsts in quarter three. There was a lot of first moments for me, first times, first opportunities, and it was a very overwhelming and scary but exciting thing all at once. And I know that there will be a time in my career where everything that I'm experiencing now for the first time will be my norm and it won't feel as exciting or scary or new as it does to me now. So those were just some of my highlights of quarter three but moving on into quarter four now I want to get into how I clarified what my intentions and focus for quarter four would be and I basically did just a simple journal prompt before even setting any goals or setting any intentions and I asked myself where am I feeling the strongest pull to direct my energy and focus in quarter four and how am I being called to show up and I just journaled on these two questions I got very clear, and based on my answer, that kind of led me into certain directions. And what I got out of that journal session, I want to concentrate on three key areas my career, which this definitely has been a major focus for me the whole year i've focused on this area every single quarter and i feel like now more than ever it's important for me to prioritize my work and find balance especially with traveling and the holiday season and everything that's coming up i know it's really easy to get sidetracked at the end of the year and kind of start to slow down and do the things that i want to do but i think all of that is going to be a test to push me through that and kind of show myself that i really am serious about what i say that i want in terms Of my career goals and I'm not saying that you have to be the same way either. I'm going to get into this a little bit later in this episode but this time last year I had a completely different mindset and approach when it came to work and the pace that I wanted to take at the end of the year. I very much wanted to take a step back from work. I wanted to slow down and recharge because this time last year that is what felt the most right for me to do but this year i feel completely different i feel energized i feel motivated i feel excited to kind of end the year on a stronger note than I did last year so that's where I'm choosing to focus on and that's exactly why I journaled on these questions as well because it allowed me to really tap into my intuition and get clear on what I actually want which I think is really important because I think sometimes we can be influenced by what other people are doing and what other people are focusing on but that might not be the season that we are in so right now the season that I find myself in for quarter four is to like double down on my career goals and continue putting in the work because that's what feels most aligned for me. And then the second area that I'm choosing to focus on is my personal growth. And this is pretty straightforward. I feel like this is something that I'm always focusing on, but now more than ever, especially because it's kind of tied into my career goals as well. I feel like in order to level up in any area of my life, I have to level up internally. So I'm really focusing on working on my mindset, my habits, my routines, and just staying focused on who I need to become in order to reach that next level in my life a year from now. I'm really focusing on showing up and leveling up every day as that version of me who has reached those career goals that I'm aiming for, who has that next level lifestyle that I'm aiming for, and all that. And then the third area that I'm choosing to focus on in quarter four which is different than quarter three or even quarter one is my social circle and spending time with family and friends and again this is why journaling on these questions is really important because it's going to help you direct your energy and focus where it needs to be and I thought about how the holiday season is approaching how I haven't seen my family and friends in a year and that is something that I want to prioritize so those are the three areas of my life that I'm really focusing on in quarter four myself my career and then my family friends and spending quality time with them especially towards the holiday season and I'm sure that I'll get more into this topic as we get closer to that time and sharing like any tips or mindset or habits that are helping me to kind of balance all of that but those are my intentions and goals for quarter four of 2023. So now I want to get into my current fall ins and outs and like I mentioned earlier this is an array of different things from routines, uh, lifestyle things, habits, it's mindset, it's literally everything and I actually have way more fall ins than I do outs. I think I have about like Three, four outs, and I have a ton of current fall ins. I'm just going to say them in no particular order, but my current fall. In, which I've talked about a few times already and I'm so sorry if I sound repetitive or annoying, but I have to say it. My first fall in is having slow and cozy mornings. If you listen to my episode on creating your perfect routines, you know that I've been enjoying very slow and cozier mornings and it's just been so nice to have a change of pace and not feel like I'm rushing as soon as I wake up and instead just let myself ease into the day and what I've learned about having Slower, cozier mornings is that I can still be productive and get things done the rest of the day. And I've actually found that taking time in the morning to recharge actually boosts my productivity and my energy for the rest of the day. I used to think that in order to have like my most productive best day, I had to start it off really high. Having a slow start to my morning actually helps me feel better and more motivated throughout the rest of the day. So having a slower, cozier morning has definitely been a huge in for me and I'm really enjoying it. My first current out is overthinking social media content so this might be a little niche depending on who you are what you do for work and things like that i know for me because social media is my job i think about it a lot more than probably The average person, but when it comes to social media, I've definitely stopped overthinking every piece of my content. I used to feel like everything I shared had to be either extremely valuable to the people that follow me or just be perfectly curated, which can be so exhausting and feel inauthentic but I had a realization the other day where I was like wait a minute my job is to literally just be myself and to share my life organically so lately I've been posting what I want when I want without stressing over the analytics or thinking about business angles and things like that and it's just been so refreshing to be more organic and in the moment and not overthink every single piece that I'm posting and surprisingly the content that I've kind of posted just on a whim without much thought, have been performing even better. Not that that's my primary goal for posting, it's just an interesting observation to notice. And so I've just been feeling more inspired to just post like my everyday life, more in the moment things. There really aren't many complaints with my job, but we all have a job. Sometimes we could take it really serious, or sometimes it can stress us out. But I'm learning that I don't need to let it stress me out. I don't need to like worry about every single thing. When it comes to like the business side of stuff and i can just be myself my next current fall in is checking off my fall bucket list so if you listened to my fall reset episode that I did back in September then you know about my fall bucket list. I don't know if I shared what's actually on my fall bucket list, but I've been following through with that by making it a goal to check off at least one thing on my list each week. What I've learned is that making things happen in life, whether that be work obligations, goals, or even just fun things, it requires some level of effort. Things aren't just gonna happen unless you make the initiative in making it happen. So setting a goal to check off at least one thing on my bucket list has been a helpful way to hold myself accountable and make things happen. Decorating my home for the season is one that I've checked off. Some other ones that I plan on checking off this week and the following week are planning a fun, spooky date with my boyfriend. So this Saturday, actually, we're doing that. We're making um, pizzas. I'm sure you've seen it on TikTok where people are doing like spooky date nights where they make pizza and watch movies. We're doing that this Saturday. And I've also made plans with friends to like go to a pumpkin patch or a haunted house. We're not really sure where we're going yet, but we made the plans. We picked the day to complete this thing and just enjoy like fall activities so if you're someone who has like a fall bucket list and you want to do all these things take the initiative don't wait for other people to make the plans i've learned that lesson to not wait on other people to initiate plans with me and instead i'm like hey are you available on this day i want to do this are you down and that's been working for me so my next current fallout, which is something that has been a big one for me, is I'm no longer expecting more than what I am putting in or giving. I used to get really frustrated when I wasn't seeing the results I wanted and it felt like life was being unfair and I was falling into a victim mindset. However, I realized that I was only putting in about 75% of my time and energy into my goals, yet I was still expecting 100% results you reap what you sow. If you're only giving in 50% of something, that is what you are going to receive in return. So I had to make some changes and commit to giving my all towards my goals and I have to say since making this shift and putting in 100% in because that's what I expect in return, I've seen such significant improvements in my results and I feel so much more confident in what I'm doing. When I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted and I was getting frustrated, I thought that I had to like change up my strategies and I had to do all these like ridiculous things and then I realized that I actually don't have to change anything. I just have to do more of what I'm already doing and sometimes that is all it takes. If you're working towards a goal, whether it's like a career goal, a fitness goal, a personal goal, a relationship goal, Instead of assuming that you have to change everything about what you're doing or the situation or the goal, ask yourself if you're giving your all towards that goal. Are you really putting in 100% of your time and energy into making that goal happen? And you have to be really honest with yourself because sometimes we think that we're doing everything that we possibly can until we have an honest conversation and we realize, oh, well, I guess there is more. That I could be doing I guess there is you know more effort that I could put into this and once I had that realization and I realized girl you are only putting in 75% of your energy and time and you know you could do more and I I started putting in more energy which didn't take a lot more effort at all started seeing the results that I want we're no longer expecting more than what we're actually giving and we are putting in what we want to receive. Another current fall in, which kind of piggybacks to my last fall out, is embracing more of my masculine energy. So I know that we're in this soft life and feminine energy movement, which I really appreciate and I love myself, but I do believe that there are times when we need to tap into our masculine energy and our feminine energy and it's all about balance you know feminine energy is all about being passive it's about receiving it's our emotional side and our masculine energy is more active. It's about producing results. It's about being rational. And we all possess both energies. Some people are more tapped into their masculine side naturally, while others are more tapped into their feminine side. And there definitely can be an imbalance between masculine and feminine energies that can have negative results. But I won't get into that in today's episode. But the bottom line is that we all have both masculine and feminine energy. And depending on the season you are in your life or the situation, we might need to lean into one more than the other so lately I've been feeling called to embrace my masculine side a little bit more especially like how I just mentioned that I realized that I was only giving 75% into my career goals yet I was expecting 100% outcomes I realized that I needed to do more and show up more and produce more results and in order to do that that requires me to tap more into my masculine side which is all about doing, producing, hustling but of course not in like a toxic way. We're not about that but in a aligned way like really putting in the work to see the results that I desire. I think it's just about identifying what season you're in in your own life or the circumstances that are in front of you and what aspects you need to tap into more and you can tap into different energies throughout the day for example if you are a high level executive at a fortune 500 company In that environment, you might tap into your masculine energy a little bit more because you have to be a leader. You have to produce results. But let's say after your 9 to 5, you go home to your family, to your children, to your husband, whoever, that might require you to tap more into your feminine energy side, to be more nurturing, patient. So that's just something to keep in mind. And I'm just noticing that right now when it comes to like the goals that I have, I do have to step it up a little and I do have to do a little bit more Okay, so when it comes to my next Current out, I don't want you guys to come for me. I have a good explanation why this is a current out and it is Sunday reset routines. So if you saw either my vlog from a few weeks ago where I showed my weekly reset routine or even on Instagram and I think on TikTok I posted like uh, the mini version of my weekly reset routine. I talked about how I used to be a Sunday reset girly. I used to love doing the whole Sunday resets, cleaning up my space, doing laundry, grocery shopping, planning for the week on Sundays, which I still plan for the week on Sundays, but everything else I started doing on Friday afternoons. And I just have to say that this has been such a game changer in terms of like my routines. And I know it sounds silly, but I promise you it has made such a difference. Like most of you guys, I'm sure as the week progresses and you're just living life, going to work, taking care of your kids, cooking dinner, working out, doing all the things that we do in a week, your space gets a little crazy. It gets a little messy. You don't really get to it every single day. At least I know that's not realistic for most people. And I know personally for me, by Friday, my space is a little crazy. And I hate the feeling of having a messy apartment. I feel like I can't really enjoy myself or focus on anything else when I know that my space is a mess. And I also hated the idea of having to clean my apartment and do my chores and all that on my mind and knowing that on Sunday I had to do all of this. So I know everyone's work schedule and circumstances are a little bit different, but my ideal Friday reset routine is to have a short work day where i wrap up around the afternoon time and then i have lunch and then after lunch is when i get into my cleaning doing the laundry cleaning the bed sheets you know doing the works in my apartment just cleaning picking up organizing cleaning out my fridge doing all that so that i can step into the weekend feeling relaxed refreshed and i can actually enjoy myself and i don't have this constant worry of having to do my chores on sunday and i don't have the sunday scaries and what i love is that on sundays that's reserved for my boyfriend and i we start our mornings at the coffee shop we plan our week we talk about you know what we have going on and just hang out then depending we'll like have lunch or go shopping or walk around or do whatever we feel like doing it's nice because we have the rest of our day to do whatever we want and depending on the day sometimes we'll just cook dinner together at home which is not something that we typically get to do every single day. It's kind of become a weekend ritual where we cook dinner together at least one day out of the weekend. So for the time being, Sunday resets are out. Don't get me wrong, I still love a good Sunday reset. I I love the feeling of being prepared for the week ahead and everything, but I just really love having a fresh start coming into the weekend and not having that worry over me. Okay, so my next current fall in is another routine one and it's my nighttime routine. So if you listened to my creating your perfect routines episode, you know that one of my fall goals is to create a consistent night routine. I even bought the new night routine journal by Wild House Paper and and they're also hosting a community challenge starting this Monday by the time this episode is up. Today's the first day of the challenge and I'm just really excited to cultivate this new habit because I know how much my morning routine impacts me and makes me feel grounded and centered and ready for the day and I know the benefits that a nighttime routine will give me and I have to say that the times that I do my night routine, I end my days feeling relaxed, recharged and very accomplished because I take time to unwind, to reset my space, and just also connect with myself on a deeper level as well. I think sometimes as we're going through the day, things happen, whether it's a conversation that we're having with someone else or we hear something or we experience something and we don't really have the time during the day when we're doing things to process how that thing or that experience or that conversation made us feel. So I really like to take time in the evening to just check in with myself, whether it's in a positive way or or to work through something more difficult. I'm just really excited to make this a consistent habit and I know that the challenge that I'm going to be a part of will help me to really do that. It's, I think, a 10-week challenge if I'm not mistaken. So I actually don't have another fallout, but I do have one last current fall in that I want to talk about and it's shopping with intention. So as I'm building my fall wardrobe, I've adopted this philosophy, I guess, when it comes to shopping and it's if I don't absolutely love something that I'm not going to buy it. I recently decluttered my closet and I realized that I had so many things in my closet that I either didn't love, didn't feel comfortable in, or it just didn't feel like me. And now when I go shopping, I want to be more intentional about the pieces that I'm choosing to buy and choosing to have in my closet because what is the point in having a closet full of clothes that you cannot wear? Whether it's because it doesn't fit, you don't feel comfortable in it, you don't actually like it or whatever the case is. So every time that I've gone shopping, I literally buy like 1 to 3 pieces at a time instead of buying like a huge haul. And I'm not at all trying to claim that I'm like this no waste type of person and I only buy the things that I need and I never throw things away or I never use things that I buy. Absolutely not. I am not that girl. I'm not that type of content creator, but i am just saying that i am trying to be more intentional and more mindful with the things that i choose to buy and making sure that one it's something that i love and will make use out of it and to end off today's episode i want to give you guys some end of the year reminders to keep in mind as we get near the end of 2023 like i said at the beginning of this episode I know that the end of the year can be a difficult and challenging time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, whether it's complicated family dynamics and the holidays are a hard time for you, or the pressure that another year has gone by and you are not where you want to be yet. Trust me, I get it. I have been trying to remind myself of so many things to keep in mind in order to not fall into that negative spiral. And I wanted to share these reminders with you guys as well because I know. I know I'm not the only one that struggles with these things. I know that we're only in October, but I have a feeling the next three months are going to go by really quickly. And I just want to get them out now sooner rather than later. But the first reminder that I have for all of you is don't compare your year to others. I know as the year winds down, many of us naturally start reflecting on what we've achieved in the year and how our lives have evolved. And I Personally, I'm a fan of this. I'm all about introspection. I believe it's essential to reflect back and assess what went right, what went wrong, where you could do better. I'm all about that. However, I also understand how challenging it can be when you feel like you're not measuring up to other people's progress, especially if we find ourselves in a different place or season of life compared to other people. And what helps me navigate this is reminding myself that someone else's success doesn't diminish my own progress and just because i didn't maybe check off all of my goals doesn't mean that i've failed at them or that's the end of those goals sure there were accomplishments that i'm genuinely proud of this year like reaching one million podcast downloads and i can check that off but there are definitely a ton of other goals on my list that i know i won't be checking off this year but i don't view those things as failures i just look at them as a continuation for next year if it's something that I still want to work on and I think that's something really important to keep in mind just because you may not have accomplished something this year that you wanted it doesn't mean that you have to give up on that goal if it's something that still feels aligned for you and something that you really desire just move it to the next so I just try to keep that in mind and you know when it comes to comparing I also try to remind myself that I don't know someone else's situation I don't know what they had to go through to get there, and instead of comparing, I look at it as inspiration for myself to continue working on my goals. And sometimes we're just in different seasons. You know, there are seasons where we feel like we're winning everything and everything is just flowing our way and we're getting everything that we want. And then there are seasons in our life when it feels like life is testing us to no end and like we can't catch a break. And I think we all experience these different seasons at different times. So just because maybe let's say your best friend is in a season where they're winning everything's going well for them maybe they just bought a house they just got engaged they just got their dream career and you're in a season where you're kind of figuring your life out maybe you just broke up with your longtime partner maybe you had to move back home maybe you're struggling to find a job with the degree that you just graduated from just because they're in their season of quote-unquote winning and you're in a different season that doesn't mean that you're going to be there forever and although most of us would much rather be in a season where it feels like we're winning. There's also so many blessings and lessons and opportunities for growth in those more challenging seasons. For the better half of 2023, I feel like I've been in a season of challenges and I've been in a more struggle season. Now that I feel things shifting a bit, I definitely can reflect back on most of 2023 and acknowledge how all of that has truly pushed me outside of my comfort zone. It's pushed me to grow. I've learned so many valuable lessons that I will be able to take with me into this new season that I'm entering. So with all this in mind, if you find yourself in A season that's more difficult, just remember that it's not going to last forever and everything that's happening to you is happening for you and there's always a lesson that we can take from whatever is happening in our lives. And the next reminder that I have for you guys, which is kind of like a two-in-one, but it's to be mindful of what your energy givers and drainers are as we near the end of the year as the seasons change so do our sources of energy and the things that drain us so what might make you feel energized during the springtime could now make you feel drained during the winter. And I dive deeper into this topic in my fall reset guide, but for now, just keep in mind that every season will require something different of you and you will need something different depending on the season. And take what you need in each season. It's perfectly fine to slow down if that's what you need. If you need to take a break, if you need to spend time to yourself to reset, recharge, or if you're still brimming with energy and you want to finish the year quote-unquote strong, that's all right too. Just listen to yourself and don't feel pressure to do more or less than what feels right for you. Like I mentioned earlier, this time last year, I was in a place where I needed a break. I needed to slow things down I needed to take a step back I needed to be with myself to rest and recharge I don't even think that I spent the holidays with my family last year if I'm not mistaken because I just needed to be by myself this year I feel completely differently I feel energized I feel motivated I want to continue working on my goals and I really also want to spend time with my family and my friends so I'm just going with that and I'm going to honor that and just a reminder that there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to how we end the end of the year And that leads me to my next reminder, which is to remember to set your boundaries and uphold them. We all know that boundaries are so important, but especially during the holiday season. I understand firsthand how challenging this time of year can be, especially for those of us with more complex or even non-existent relationships with our families. And in case nobody has told you this, I'm here to remind you and make it very clear You are not obligated to surround yourself with anyone who makes you uncomfortable, who disrespects you, who crosses your boundaries, or who you simply do not like. You do not have to surround yourself with anyone, regardless if they're family or not. You don't have to attend that family gathering if that creepy uncle is going to be there. You don't have to pick up that phone call that you know will make you cry. You don't have to accommodate a toxic family member during the holidays. You have every right to create your own traditions with your chosen people, even if that's just yourself. And the only reason I'm stressing this is because in my early 20s, I definitely struggled with strained relationships with certain family members and understanding my boundaries and what I was comfortable with with and every holiday season I would feel overwhelmed with anxiety because I expected something to go wrong being around certain people or I expected to feel uncomfortable in some way and looking back i wish somebody had told me that i actually had the power to choose to not be around anyone i did not want to be with i much rather be alone than to be around people that i know genuinely are not my people that are not good for me mentally that don't want the best for me and I'm not going to ever just be around someone just for the sake of not being alone or because they're family or whatever the case is. And now that I'm in my later 20s, I feel very confident in my boundaries and I have no problem, you know, standing alone if that means protecting my peace. And honestly, removing people from my life that weren't good for me only made space for better people to come into my life and now I have an amazing group of friends, I have my family, and I feel so much more at peace, I feel so much happier and even more grateful to have the people that I do have. And the last reminder that I have for you guys, and this is going to sound a little corny, and I am going to try not to be emotional about it, but if I do get emotional, it's just because I'm PMSing, okay? But the last reminder that I have for you guys is to just be proud of yourself. And I want to be really real for a moment and just say that I know 2023 and honestly, the last few years ever since 2020 have been undeniably difficult for a lot of us for many different reasons, right? And I don't want to get too into it But we all know that life is very difficult right now. Life is very expensive for a lot of us. The job market isn't the best. Rent and housing prices are crazy. And there's a lot going on. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get into these ruts or this mindset where I'm like, how much more can people take before life literally just explodes? And I think most people are simply just trying to make it through, right? A lot of us are just trying to get by. We're just trying to pay the bills. We're just trying to survive. We're just trying to, you know, support our family, support ourselves. And I understand that some days are incredibly challenging and it can seem like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And I have those days too. But what really keeps me grounded and centered is my faith and the belief that things will eventually work out. And I know that's easier said than done, especially when you're dealing with, you know, real life issues, when you're struggling with real life things. I completely understand. Trust me, there have been times where I've been like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to make it happen. And some way, somehow, things just Always work out by the grace of God and every time I've had those moments where I'm a little bit doubtful or I have a little bit of worry and then you know God pulls through the universe pulls through I'm just reminded that there is something bigger than me out there that's helping me to make it happen but that's a topic for another day and I know you know all of our beliefs are a little bit different but Aside from all of that, whether your year hasn't unfolded as you planned, whether you're feeling a little bit disappointed in the way that things have gone or you're feeling sad or lost, the mere fact that you're here listening to this podcast right now, which I hope is something that brings positivity in your life, is a sign in itself that you are doing so much better than you might think. And during these hard times when we're struggling, I think it's so important to be kind to ourselves, to give ourselves the grace that we deserve and to take pride in the fact that you're still here right now. Even if you're just getting by, even if you're just hanging on the thread, you're still here. And that is something to be so incredibly proud of that is a sign in itself that you have chosen not to give up on yourself, on your life, on your journey, and that is not an easy thing to do, especially given the current circumstances of our world. We all collectively are going through things maybe in different ways, maybe under different circumstances, I hope that the podcast can be a source of light for you during the difficult times in your life, during the sad moments, during the happy moments, during the good times. And if you're listening to this, I'm just one, proud of you. Secondly, I'm grateful for you. And I just want you to remember that you are capable and worthy of so much more than you know. And I have to stop there or else I'm going to get very emotional because I've been emotional all week i don't know what it is my tiktok for you page has been making me cry literally every single day, and I know it's also because I'm PMSing, but I'm telling you, I'm not a crier, by the way. I might be a very in-tune person, and I might be very, like, in touch with my emotions and myself, but I'm actually not a crier at all, and the fact that I've cried every single day this week is just insane, so I have to stop here. With that being said, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you found some inspiration, some motivation, and may one of these words resonated with you in some way and as a final reminder be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode if you're interested in any of them the links to that will be in the show notes and if you want to keep up with me aside from the podcast my instagram my youtube and everything is also linked down there as well and that is all i have to say for today's episode so as always until next time remember my loves to just glow with it